Hey guys, it's Tina. Thanks for joining me today. I just wanted to go over the topic of microneedling again. There were a few questions that came up after last week's episode, and it did remind me of a few pieces of information that I did not share, but I think are really important when it comes to comparing the mechanisms, the tools that are out there that are available to use uh, to do similar types of services. Uh, one being the derma roller and the other one being Fraxel laser. Uh, and then the third one being uh, at-home skin stamping tools. So we'll get into that today. I think that's a really interesting subject. So uh, thanks for coming and uh, let's get into it. Welcome to Written on Your Face. I'm Tina Powers, holistic esthetician and health coach with over 22 years of experience. I've helped thousands of people to improve their digestion and hormone balance, decrease stress, and to view their skin as a barometer for their internal health. I'm here to teach you how to take charge of your health, refine your skincare, and bring back your radiant glow. So let's let's talk about uh, microneedling again. So microneedling, as you know, is a professional treatment that involves stamping the skin with an array of sterile needles from a tool that has an adjustable depth. So we can control in clinic, we can control the depth of the, the, the needle depth, depending on the skin density. And, uh, it just allows for a lot more control, um, than some of the like at home treatments. So we'll talk about the skin stamping tool first, because this is the most solid side-by-side -side comparison between the two. The, the stamping tools, I mean, they're kind of cool because they screw onto like a serum bottle and then you sort of let the serum empty into the stamper and then you stamp it into the skin. I can see the benefit of this. It's definitely an interesting device. Um, as long as you're not reusing the same stamping tool repeatedly, uh, there's a lot of potential bacteria, um, cross-contamination that can occur, infection, et cetera, if you reuse those. But if you're using a new one every time, that could be okay. Uh, the likelihood of going deep enough to make any kind of significant difference is minimized significantly. So you probably would compare something like that more to like, um, like a nano infusion. Uh, it's, you're not going to probably get it to the depth that you want it to be at home without significant pain. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I think, I think I can see the, the point of doing it. I just question whether or not it is advisable for someone who doesn't really have the knowledge of the skin to really be doing that on themselves. But again, we are autonomous, independent humans. And if you feel like you would like to give it a try, um, let me know if you do, because I'm actually really curious to know uh, what you're using and how you're using it and what your methods are and how it felt because you really, there's only a certain level of depth you can really go to. So it's going to be superficial at best. Um, but it doesn't mean that it's not useful. It can actually make some 
really nice change in the skin over time. So if you're willing to commit to it and put in the effort to make sure that it's done correctly uh, and invest in the tools necessary, then be my guest. It, it could be, it could be uh, just lovely if your skin is relatively, you know, unblemished and, and easy. Maybe just needs a little minor treatment of hyperpigmentation and or dehydration. So next up is the Derma Roller. So I used to have one of these. Suffice it to say, I, I am not, I'm a professional. So I'm, I'm kind of aware of, of what I'm doing when I'm using these tools, but also I'm aware of my limitations here. So I know that it's going to hurt <laughs> right away. And I know that there, when something hurts, the likelihood that you're going to apply the appropriate pressure evenly across the skin to make sure that the device is is accurately penetrating and creating those even micro traumas in the skin is not it's not very high it's it's unlikely so when i first did it i remember it being quite a sharp feeling and as soon as i realized that my forehead was going to be so painful uh, I immediately laid off the pressure, which is a good thing. Um, but that does mean that the results are going to be limited. So it does rely on the pressure of your hand, your arm, to accomplish the depth that you want it to go to. Now, I've seen some of these needles, and they can be quite large. And you are not going to apply the pressure necessary to really stab yourself to the depth that some of these needles can go to. And I wouldn't advise it anyway. You could create serious damage to the skin. I'm talking scarring, hyperpigmentation, and just all manner of bacterial infection. So that that's the first thing. Second thing is that the reality of these tools is that while they look very kind of clinical-ish, um, in the way that they are designed, the way people use them is not even. If you're going to compare and contrast with a microneedling device, um, we have total control of the depth of the needle, so we can make those adjustments on the fly. We also have total control of the speed of the stamping, so we can slow it down, we can speed it up, uh, and that it will depend on your skin, the area of the face that we're treating, the skin condition we're trying to treat, etc. Um, and also with microneedling, we do pre-numb you for 30 minutes. So you get a really significant numbing effect on your skin that helps to alleviate most of the pain associated. Now, the cool thing about the microneedling pen that we use here is that the stamp is very clean, in and out. It's very, it's it's precise. You do not have any dragging or scratching on the skin. It is up down. There is no way you could drag that needle across the skin uh, because of the, the way that it's designed. With the derma roller, however, even if you use it exactly as it's designed, you're going to experience some scratching and mi micro tears and trauma on the surface of the skin. And then if you really, if you use it the way that most people are using it, you're going to see a lot of scratching and just willy-nilly kind of like wild trauma on the skin. And I saw a video on um, YouTube 
that really detailed this. Uh, a dermatologist actually did this on a banana peel. So you could see very clearly the difference between the stamping tool, the professional device, the uh, micro or the derma roller uh, as designed to be used and the derma roller as typically used. And the results were pretty, I mean, they were fairly damning. So I don't advise using a derma roller. Um, you could. You just need to be really, really mindful of how you're using it. Again, you're going to have to make sure that you are sanitizing this tool. Remember, you're actually penetrating to a depth where you are sometimes drawing blood. Um, fluids, there are bodily fluids. We have to take like uh, bloodborne pathogens uh, certification every year, and we have to be very uh, aware of our sanitization and sterilization methods. All of our needles are professionally sterilized and come in completely individual sterilized packages. So there's no cross-contamination of any kind. We do not reuse. We do not, nothing, we don't, we don't touch it again. It comes out of the package. It's used once. And with a derma roller, I mean, you're not really replacing the head. You're just putting it back in the box. Now you might rinse it with water, use a little soap or whatever, but you could get little bits of tissue or cotton or paper or whatever you're trying to dry it with or bits of fiber from your towels or whatever. And now you're introducing that kind of stuff to your skin as well. So keep in mind that when you're coming to a professional uh, studio or clinic or a doctor's office to have these treatments done, there's a lot that we do on the back end that you're not seeing that makes sure that you remain perfectly safe throughout the entire procedure. Um, we know what to look for in terms of trauma on the skin. We know what to look for in terms of uh, depth of the needle that we're using. We know what to look for in your skin condition so that we can make a determination about the depth that we want to go to initially. And we know when to push it and when to back it off based on that. And we have very specific clinical tools that allow us to do so with relative ease. So it makes a huge difference uh, in the result that you get. And the last thing you want to do is to go the cheap route, get the, the inexpensive derma roller pen thing, and then find yourself with even more damage than you started with. Because the whole purpose of using these tools to begin with is to sort of turn back the clock, right? Replump the tissue, rehydrate the skin, add a little bit more density to the skin, repair hyperpigmentation and melasma, fine lines, acne scars, you know, that your, your results are going to be fairly limited with these at-home devices anyway. So if you're looking at something with like, like a deeper hyperpigmentation, deeper wrinkles, deeper acne scars, you're not going to get results with an at-home device. It's going to take a really long, long time. So if you want to get in there and make real change happen, professional treatment is definitely the way to go. Um, now let's compare the professional microneedling to laser treatment. So laser treatment is very effective, as effective as uh, microneedling. The downside of laser is that you have a significant amount of downtime. So 
you know, you've got like basically a sunburn that lasts for, you know, a week to 10 days. You've got a lot of peeling. Uh, you have thinned your epidermis because it's ablative, right? That means that it's basically like, it's a traumatic like surface burn on the skin. It's thinning your skin. Uh, and then, you know, you're puffy and you're red and you're irritated and it's very difficult to kind of just go live your life. You get a lot of downtime. The plus side of laser is that you get six months of collagen regrowth and stimulation. So what, what a fantastic treatment to do if you're looking to make really dramatic change. Now, that being said, it's not like one treatment is the cure-all. Usually you have to do a series. Uh, price points for these types of treatments are usually around 1500 bucks a pop, and you're going to probably need, most people are going to need at least three. Some people, like myself, I would probably need six to really remodel the acne scars that I'm dealing with here. So it depends on what your issue is. If you have deep hyperpigmentation, if you have deep melasma, if you have deep wrinkles, if you have deep acne scars, you're going to need more treatments. Now, the difference between the laser versus the microneedling is that microneedling has relatively low trauma to the skin. So it's still a micro trauma, just like the laser. It does not leave you feeling burned. You do kind of look like you have a mild sunburn when you leave. And that can last for, in my experience, it's usually about no longer than about 24 hours, though some people can experience some redness for a few days. So it totally depends on your skin condition. Um, but you don't get super puffy. You might have mild swelling, but you're not going to get super puffy from it. You're not going to have the ablative, the thinning result on the epidermis, and you're still going to receive the same amount of collagen building benefit that you do with the laser. So to me, in comparison, you can't really compare a microneedling treatment to, let's say, a peel or uh, a regular facial. That's not your comparison. Microneedling is more compared to laser treatments because the results are the same. Uh, the, the beautiful benefit of the microneedling is it usually costs just a fraction of what it costs to do a laser treatment. So I charge $325 for a microneedling session for the face. And it takes about the same amount of time as a laser treatment, the downtime, again, super minimal. And then I actually offer a little package deal. So if we look at your skin and determine that you're going to need a package to really see those results you're looking for, to move you closer to the result you're looking for, I have a little package specials that I can do for you. I never got a package special when I went to my dermatologist. It was just straight up $1,500 per session. So it was going to cost me some money. Um, I definitely was, I had a little sticker shock when I was comparing and contrasting. Ultimately, I went with the microneedling myself because I have a life <laughs> and I don't want to look like a puffy red disaster um, whose face is on fire and uncomfortable for a week to two weeks. Um, I did do uh, a Fraxel laser treatment last March. And so I can speak to this very clearly. It, it was, I was hoping to see a more dramatic effect, but it was very 
very similar to my microneedling result. Uh, the biggest difference is that since I was so much more puffy after the laser treatment, it was almost like there was like a little mind trick that I played on myself, making myself believe that my face actually had smoothed out more. But after the swelling all went down, my face wasn't really that dramatically different. I don't know. It's not like I was told by my dermatologist that I was going to be a miraculous change or whatever, but it was a step in the process. And I think it was an important step. It taught me, you know, what my preferences are. It taught me what the differences are. It taught me how, what I liked better. Um, and you know, just gave me a little bit more knowledge about the process between the difference between the two processes. I'm just going to do a quick rundown of the differences in, uh, who should, should not receive microneedling versus who should not receive Fraxel lasers. So hopefully this will clear that up. So in terms of who shouldn't receive microneedling, um, Let's just say it's generally safe, it's super effective, but there are certain people that should either postpone it or not do it at all. And that would include pregnant or breastfeeding women, uh, anyone with active skin infections or diseases, so such as eczema, psoriasis, or rosacea. It's usually best to wait until that skin has healed and you've gotten it totally under control before you undergo any of these types of procedures. Uh, anyone with a blood clotting disorder or a bleeding disorder, um, this does uh, involve tiny punctures uh, being created in the skin, so it can increase the risk of bleeding. So if you have blood clotting or bleeding disorders, such as hemophilia, you should avoid microneedling. Uh, if you have a history of keloid scars, it can stimulate collagen production, which may increase that risk of developing keloid scars in people with a history of that condition. And then anyone with active acne or open wounds, it can worsen active acne. It can cause further skin damage if it has open wounds or lesions. So as we discussed before, any active acne, we cannot needle over, nor would we want to. I don't even wax over active acne. So I just go around it. It's just the way that it is. Um, so we want to get that under control first. Okay. And then who shouldn't receive Fraxel laser? Well, again, generally safe and effective for most people, but certain people shouldn't do it. So number one would be anyone with active skin infections or diseases. So eczema, psoriasis, or rosacea, same as microneedling. Anyone with a history of abnormal skin healing, uh, it stimulates collagen production. So it may increase the risk of developing that abnormal skin healing in those individuals with a history of keloid or hypertrophic scarring. Uh, anyone with a history of skin cancer, Fraxel laser can potentially stimulate the growth of skin cancer cells. So it's not recommended for people with a history of skin cancer or anyone who's at high risk of developing skin cancer, pregnant or breastfeeding women. So that's same as with microneedling and then anyone with certain medical conditions like autoimmune disorders, diabetes, or a weakened immune system. So these are, that one's very specific to Fraxel. So, uh, those are the, uh, the basic don'ts, those are the basic rules behind like who should not receive those types of treatments. So it's definitely worth considering most people as, as you may have surmised just from this little list, uh, it's totally safe for, so don't be afraid to ask, uh, an esthetician, a dermatologist, uh, a cosmetic surgeon, whoever, um, what, what would be the best course of action? And then you can make your choice from there. 
So I don't know if this is helpful at all, if this is clarifying uh, for you guys. I hope that if you have any more questions that you'll let me know. Um, I would say definitely two thumbs up for microneedling. It is fantastic. Nano infusion is a great entry point if you're nervous about it because it doesn't have the numbing required. It doesn't feel like, I mean, it's not invasive uh, and it's extremely effective. Um, the home stamping tool with the little serum bottles, I would say jury's out. I haven't seen anyone use this with any great success. I can see how it might uh, have some benefits, but it's not anywhere comparable to a professional microneedling service. And then the at-home derma rollers, I just don't recommend them. There's just too much potential for trauma and, and infection. So I don't like them. I have some friends that use them. I tossed the one that I had because it was way too painful and it, it just did not seem, the pain and the redness did not seem to want to subside very quickly. So that definitely alerted me to the other scratching and micro trauma that was being caused. So, uh, I hope that this clears that up for you guys. Cause I know a lot of people are out there buying these pens and again, someone showed me one of their pens and the needle was so long. It looked like a torture device. I was like, what are you piercing your cheeks? I'm not sure. What's the point. You're not going to, your, your skin isn't even as deep as this needle was. It looked crazy. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, definitely thumbs down on the derma roller. Not a fan. Um, but yeah, reach out to me. Let me know if you have any questions about microneedling or nano infusion. Book yourself a treatment. Um, it's fantastic for, I know I mentioned in my last episode that it wasn't great if you have acne. It's actually really nice if you have acne. We just can't use it over active pustules. So it can be used everywhere else. We just can't needle over any of that stuff. That's very damaging. So we wouldn't do that. So my advice, I'll clarify from the last episode, um, being that acne, people with active acne may really want to consider, uh, coming in, doing a custom treatment and getting uh, on a program that will get that acne under control first, and then you can move into your nano infusion or microneedling. Microneedling is going to help to r release a lot of that post-inflammatory uh, hyperpigmentation that occurs when you have active acne. So any of those like lingering red spots that that just are left over from uh, breakouts that have you know, healed and they just left trauma on the skin, microneedling is going to help your skin to really push that out. So it's going to help to really remodel those tissues. So again, get that acne under control, come in and see me. We'll do a full breakdown of what needs to occur. We can do, I'm about to offer a new service. That's actually, um, a more comprehensive, holistic, uh, skincare assessment, which is like an upfront consultation that's going to really be impactful. It's going to take into account all of the things that you are using, things that you are doing, what your environment, how you're eating, uh, all, all of these different factors in your life that are going to help me to kind of craft uh, a program that will be effective and customized for your skincare needs. So I, I'm looking forward to starting this. I'm, I'm almost done uh, with the setup 
behind this and I'll definitely let you guys know in my newsletter. If you're not signed up for my newsletter, you can sign up on my website, powerspaseattle.com. Uh, you'll find on the contact or at the bottom at the footer of any of the pages, you should be able to sign up and I will send out a notification when that service becomes available. Uh, in the meantime, I do have a couple packages that are able to be booked right now. So uh, through March 20th, uh, I have some really nice intro packages for both the nano needling and the micro needling. So if you already know that this is something that you've been wanting to do and you want to get going, I would recommend a package to get yourself started and we can talk about it. So if you want to reach out to me again, I've got a contact form on my web, on my website, powerspasseattle.com. You can reach out there, ask me any questions that you might have. We can book even just like a quick 15 to 30 minute consultation and really discuss your goals and your needs. And we can go from there. Thanks you guys for joining me today. Um, I'm here in Seattle, taking appointments, you can book with me on my website, powerspaseattle.com, and uh, you can view all of my services and see what it is I do. I'm mostly known for my brow design services, but I'm also very well known for my customized skin treatments. So all of those things are available to be booked online if you're in the Seattle area. Uh, if you like this podcast and you want to share it, please, please do. I think a lot of people could get benefit from this type of information. Uh, and please rate, review, subscribe, all the things. Uh, I hope that you will just support me in this endeavor. It's really been great sharing with you guys a lot of these tools that I am hoping will make a huge difference and a positive impact on your lives and on your skin. And with that, I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you got value out of today's episode. Your support is invaluable to me. So please rate, review, and subscribe. You can book appointments with me in my studio in Seattle from my website at powerspaseattle.com. I'm on social media at powerspaseattle, or you can send me an email at hello at powerspaseattle.com. Feel free to leave a comment or use the link in show notes to leave me a voicemail and I'll see you next week. Bye.